Hey, Jimmy boy, let's turn this spotlight on. <laughs> All right, it's time for the spotlight. We tried to get fancy there. Fancy. It doesn't work with that delay. I'm not cleaning <laughs> it up post-editing. It's good right times. My, one of my fucking Dre at the fucking board doing a little mixing. That's right. You're a it's doctor. to sit there. I feel like crap, Eric. I, I, I apologize. I apologize to everyone that if I start coughing in the middle of this, yeah, I you know, it's apologize like, Earlier I asked you, dude, what's your tongue taste like? You said, come find out. Why didn't you tell me you were sick first? I, I just, why would I turn that down? I, I'm not going to give you any reason to say no, but oh my God, I feel like shit, but the show must go on, right? I have my listen, next show, I, better. I was just dancing during that theme. Listen to this voice. Hey, baby, why don't you come on over here? That's why don't I? Right? Yeah, I that's have, pretty good. I, I always, when I get sick like this and have a cough, I end up with the DJ, sexy DJ voice. I think I we like had it. that before. Remember the sexy DJ Weird voice. science after dark. This is Weird Science After Dark, and this is Jimmy Boyd Johnson. I don't know why I'm Johnson. <laughs> I know this, why you're Johnson. Yeah, yeah, you know that, my friend. I sound a little like Froggy. Hey, boys. Hey, boss. I, I <laughs> Sorry, Froggy is a guy I, from the 80s nerd, like movies who's always the nerd, the nerd with that fucked up voice. Like that. I don't know if he was ever called Froggy in a movie, no, but that's what I think of. called Froggy. If you say Froggy, it's it's our gang, Froggy. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, little Rascals. He got killed on a bike, Eric. You don't bring him up. Oh, shit. Hey, boss. How about me, boss? What about me, boss? Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually uh, came home from work today. Have your glasses as well. So I, I just want to tell you, we are going to be talking about Trinity number one tonight. The one with boobs is Wonder Woman, Eric. No, the one no, with that can't. sweet fine ass on that porch. Yeah, I know that you. I know that you can't see without your glasses. So Dude, I, I had this book blown car. up with a magnifier on to read this yeah. fucking thing. I was laughing, but I came home uh, probably about four o'clock. I took two doses of Nyquil, fell asleep, woke up, and now took two more right before we started. That's how, All right. And in a span of about two and a half hours, I've had four doses of Nyquil. I'm ready to rock. Now you're the rocket it's like man. Like a party time. Isn't that the purple drank? Isn't that in the purple drank, Eric? The purple drank. The purple is that, drank. Is that the purple stuff inside next to Sunny D? No, that's not the Sunny D stuff, though it might be. And if it was, the kids would be like, I want that purple drank. I oh, think that's the that, shit out of this guy. That's part about Jesus juice that uh, Michael Jackson used to give Macaulay Culkin. It was is a weird household, Jesus. is all I'm saying. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a little uh, loopy right now, so maybe that might be good or bad. We so shall see. But I, I wouldn't even blame it. We had an 11-hour podcast last week. I can't blame it on that. But, boy, no. my wife was in the hospital at some point this week. I went to see her. I think that's what happened. I went there. She said to me today, I had already taken the NyQuil, and she's like, she doesn't feel good either. And she's like, oh, the, that was a German-fested place. And I thought she said that was a German festival. <laughs> that's where I thought you were going at first. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to think if this hospital is some sort of weird like name or something. what? It's Grandview. Is this Pennsylvania it's a, Dutch? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, what? There was a German festival there? I don't you understand. You hear all the polka music playing over the speakers? No, there was no festival. There was no Oompa Loompa band. Yeah, Oompa uh, bands. Yeah, Oompa band. Nah, they weren't going. Uh, I didn't have any spatzel or fucking, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Went there and got sick and went home. Now I have a fever. I cough. Yeah, you uh, sounded terrible today. Yeah. I, I sound okay right now. I've really... 
juice myself up. I have two whole... Oh, freaking days. Like, I'm coughing so bad, man. Every time I cough, I feel tired. Yeah, <laughs> you said exactly. it to me like got, five times. I was getting so... I have a dry cough. So every time I'd cough, the coughing was actually making me weary. Like, I'd get done coughing, these coughing fits, and I'd just be oh, like... Oh, this world, I am weary just, of it. I just want to go to bed or kill I myself. I just want to go to the great beyond. Yeah, so right now I have I have two holes in my mouth. Here, listen. Sorry. Yeah, that's good well, podcast and shit right yeah, there. Yeah, I have to avoid that. So I have <laughs> to jam back like a fucking chipmunk. Yeah. I got, I got a drink and a coffee here. But boy, we're here to talk about Trinity, Eric. Trinity. But before I move on with that, let me get the uh, beginning stuff out of the way. This is the Spotlight podcast for September 21st, the week of September 21st. We are the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, Eric. Yes, we are. You aware of that? We have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, which we read and review all the books, including this one. Uh, I've been there once or twice. Yeah, once or twice. Uh, we're getting uh, near a milestone that maybe we'll announce sometime on the podcast this week. All right. Two million visitors, Eric. Two million. Nice. What do you think of that? Two million customers and counting. Two million customers. Can't nice. call them customers. Uh, give, when we give get me our money. first dollar, we'll hang that first dollar up. <laughs> exactly. Still waiting, waiting for that first dollar. Hooey. We have an email, weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us for the regular podcast where we, where we read the mail and s- split it up into 58 sections because there's so much <laughs> of it, but we love it. Twitter at Weird Science DC. Facebook, you can go and like us at Weird Science DC Comics. And on Podbean, we're Weird Science DC Comics at podbean.com. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and Brat. Batman Podcast Network. Brat. And you know what? Spotlight on, baby. Turn it on, baby. Trinity number one. Uh, Whoa. Yes. That is crazy, Eric. You are a wild and wacky fan. I know. You never know what's going to happen on the what spotlight. Smell like? I always smell my farts smell, and it, my burps. How it smells like Diet the- Coke. They were out of Diet Pepsi, like- and I hate Diet Coke. Uh, uh, that's disgusting. It's terrible. You know what isn't disgusting? Trinity number one, Eric, written by nice. Francis Manipal. Art by Francis Manipal. Uh, singing by Francis Manipal. Drum. This guy does it all. Manipal. Bass. Francis Manipal. And on guitar, Francis Manipal. And in the role of David Lee Roth tonight, Francis Manipal. Francis Manipal. And Steve Wands on lettering. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Basically, it's Francis Manipal and Steve Wands have pulled into town and they're ready to go. They're like our band Bond. Steve Wands is fucking, what's his name? The the good guy. No, yeah. Klaus. 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 <laughs> and nobody knows what we're talking about. The band B-O-N. Bond. Look it up. Good German band. Not really. No. Liked it. That was a bonding it. moment with me and you with that band Bond. So if and their song Boys. With us, look up Boys by Bond. Hooey. And then Francis take your pants Manipal. off because that is a great video. Oh, yes. Francis Manipal starts his new Trinity book by inviting our three heroes over for dinner. Yes, instead of bonding over fisticuffs and heat vision blasts, they break bread and poke fun at each other. It's more of a subtle start than I expected, and I really liked it. The art is incredible, and the story gets everyone on the same page going forward. It's true. Hello, baby. Hello, Jim. You want to come over for dinner, my my sexy mama? You like that? I do. That's a sexy voice. I don't think I'm going to have the sexy voice. When people are listening to this, when I shove it into the regular podcast, they're going to be like, why does he have such a sexy voice? Who's that Barry White? The rest of you are just going to sound like Froggy. 
Yeah, yeah, now I'll be coughing it up because I think I have it under control now. This, this is not going to make any sense in the regular podcast. <laughs> uh, this issue starts off, I, I do like it. I told you when I say my score at the end, I told you that the score that I gave this is the most solid piece of scoring I've ever given. And then it's, it's right. And up. I, I like to prove you wrong a lot of times. I got done like, Jim is fucking absolutely correct. This is the most solid scoring I've ever fucking yeah, seen. Because this is a very nice issue. Now, uh, this goes well with this week. This week has a lot of these issues, a lot of subtle, nice. That's what I like. Uh, tell a story, uh, more character than action. I'm all for my superheroics, but when my superheroes get a chance to sit down, just hang out, sit down one and of some of my out, favorite things. You get a lot of, of character development and bonding. In this book, I like what, what Francis Manipole is doing because the one thing that we uh, said when this book was announced, like, boy, they're probably going to have New 52 Superman back by now. Because of the Trinity idea, it didn't really make sense to us with pre-Flashpoint Superman. We we discussed and this. And the thing is, though, because with this, they, the points that I took off was actually because of that, where – we have everybody sitting down and talking, and we have the pre-Flashpoint Superman talking to, you know, New 52, Wonder Woman, and Bruce Wayne. And there's never brought up anything about, like, where the fuck did you come from, and why are you here? Yeah, you know, they, they they're just They're just that. too accepting. You're from another world that we oh, don't quite understand. Gotcha. Like, well, Bruce knows the- about the Flashpoint. He knows that things might have been changed. You know, yeah. he's a smart guy. Maybe brings something to the table except for, you know, a bad attitude. The only thing that I can tell you is that the way it's spelled out and the way that this book has come out after a lot of the other books, and I think it's done the best job of tying it into things that are going on now. And because it shows Wonder Woman, it shows part of the truth, uh, you know, her story, the lies, I mean. Lies, yeah, yeah. Uh, story there. And I think, well, and it does it well that – the timing of the issue goes very good with this, like to me. And so with that, you also have him dealing with them in the Justice League. Now, Brian Hitch is horrible, but at least I can think that he has done things with them and it's worked up to this. You know what I mean? Like this is Lois. It's not like Lois like saying, uh, hey, uh, I want to invite these guys over to dinner, Wonder Woman and Batman, because we don't know. It's more of I want to get to know them better because they're going to have your back. Is what you know. You, it's, it's funny not- though to me. You, you bring up the Justice League and them trying to tie everything together with this. When I read this issue, Justice League is such a piece of shit to me right now. Yeah. Never even considered it at all. I'm That's like, this to me, like- this is tying into where we were in Superman yeah. and like shit yeah. like that. Like Justice the League race. is so far removed from I anything know. I want to deal with. Francis Manipal does it with mentioning the Wonder Woman and Cheetah and things like that. I can think in my head, nope, they fought. And Bruce and Cyborg have gone to this farm before yeah. and talked about Superman. She, Lois said to Bruce in that series, hey, listen, you have to trust my Superman. You have to do I think that all of this stuff that you're saying has already been kind of worked out behind the scenes. I get you. I'm saying, but for when I read it, though, I just don't like Justice League so goddamn much. Never crossed my mind. I want to believe that that book doesn't exist. We're going to be. We already had talked about it tonight. I think by this point, and yeah, I'm probably still angry. And I haven't about it yet. But yeah, it starts off, and there's a narration that's Lois talking about you know raising kids and things like that, and I really like it. And this is also, if anything, this book. Reminds me of a expanded version of the Lois and Clark book, the Peter. Yeah. Stuff. You know, a lot of books are that We have so much of the Clark, uh, Lois and John stuff going on. Yeah. There, it's like half the goddamn books coming out are a continuation oh. of the Lois and Clark. Yeah. And I love it because I love that series. I do too. And you get it where, uh, little Johnny. Little John, John boy. John he's, O. 
he's there. He's spreading seeds that he had gotten. He had gotten uh, downtown. While Wonder Woman's talking about, hey, you know what? All the parents, and this is true. I have five kids, so you, you do get this a lot. Oh, parents say that their kids are the best. No, my, it does become a competition. My and kids she says, are the you know best. what? I, I get it. You know, annoyed by this. My kid can lift a car over his head, but what the heck? And it goes on. And then you see Wonder Woman, and I'm telling you, Francis Manipal is incredible. Yeah. I know you're not uh, hip on the coloring. That's the thing is though, like I'm like my big experience with it because I didn't read a lot of his Flash run. Yeah, I had his detective books, and it's just the coloring for, is just too drowned out for me. I like a bright book, and and it's it's funny because when he did the Flash, Bucciolato was coloring, and right. this is him doing it himself, and it's very similar. I do think it's a little darker in coloring a bit. I like but, it. I, but the thing is, I'm telling you, I, before I read it, I was like, oh, man, Manipool's on this. I'm not a big fan of uh, everything he does. But he, he has a good goddamn style. But I got that. I'm like, you know, I really did enjoy all the art in this as well. I, I well, couldn't put it what, down for that. What he would always do in the, in the Flash book that always impressed me when I used to read and review that was the credits page. Right. The credits page of the Flash book would always be these crazy panelings. And the panelings would always mean something and work. And that's how he does it here when Wonder Woman's there. Oh, it's like that in Detective Comics as well. Yeah, you have different scenes, but it's her symbol. Yeah. And she's coming, almost coming out of it. You see the invisible jet. It's, it's fucking awesome. I love it. And there's Batman. I, I don't want Batman coming anywhere near me. But does he just bring the bats with him? Is that something that's Ever like, since the Injustice video game, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he flies in with the bat wing. He opens his door to jump out and then opens the other door for the bats for effect. The guy loves he, an entrance. He needed, he needed some cover. People wouldn't Just notice the him. the share his... of the DCU. <laughs> he needs a freaking costume changes and fucking, you know, and, and a huge entrance. The guy has to jump in with these bats. So in the meantime, uh, Lois then is talking to John about, you know, oh, and it, it does. This whole thing is kind of set up that uh, pre-Flashpoint Superman, Superman Clark has um, – He's built up walls, and he they have been in this, you know, the New 52, hiding, keeping secrets. Yeah, he's been standoffish. this before, but he's not letting anybody in. And even this is where I think it leads into the craziness of, say, the Justice League, because in the Justice League, you kept having this, like, they saved the day, and then he's like, yeah, if you need me, I'll be around. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I but think like, Francis Manipal has done a good job of kind of wrapping all of this around and into his story where, you know, maybe maybe Brian Hitch, when he's doing that, just that's a throwaway line. But Manipal's going with it. I think he does a really good job. But he, well, I, I think so. I don't know where the story arc's going, like how long it's going to be or anything like that. But thinking about the newest issue of Superman, where Clark's like, we got to like make roots in this town. We got to see what yeah. our community has, like be yeah, a part of it. Up a and they, exactly. They go out to the freaking county fair and they're becoming they're opening up the doors, the wall, like bring down the walls if you want yeah and they you know it's going to cause problems there are and and lois spells it out listen there's walls and he's like i love the line with he learned his dad when he, he was his dad got him he didn't want people taking him away because he was different this being superman Jonathan yeah. not wanting clark to be taken away so he built walls and he was really good at it and then it says clark learned a lot from his father i really really like that's that a good ass line yeah because you have the same thing with john and that carries over even later when he's talking to Bruce. You know, now you see John's ha has John has powers, and now Clark is being protective, like like his dad, to him. I really like it, though. So just not as that. good in my mind. What's that? Just not as good in my no, mind. He's he's busy. 
He's out <laughs> saving shit. You know, well, you know what? Around. He is too damn busy because when we get John back in the house, we've had this ongoing joke here at the podcast where yeah. Lois is a terrible mother. Yeah, and I was just going to say before you go on and spell it out, I was going to say he's too busy and he's leaving the worst person possible in charge. <laughs> uh, and it is Lois. Lois needs uh, somebody there to take care of her. Because, yeah, go on. The joke continues happens. here because John's he's home. He was like dropping some freaking like uh, plant grower down in the fields on no, his way in. Looks like seeds to me. Yes, just whatever. Seed. Whatever. And he's he's like, yeah, I could have gone and bought these, but a guy down the street, he was giving bags of them for free. So I took that $7 you got me and gave me some ice cream. That cool, huh? Sure, John, whatever. Just yeah, don't that's tell your father. Fine. Just don't tell your father. I'm like, Wait a don't second. tell your father Lois. stranger danger? Yeah, what the hell are you doing, this? Lois? There's some hobo downtown selling seeds. I know. Here's All you had to thing. do is reach into his pocket to get it. It's, yeah. In, in our <laughs> neck of the woods here, I like to think that you go around in a van with, with uh, fucking candy. Yeah. Hey, kid, you want some candy? I don't know how they play things, you know, in no, the Midwest, even though seeds. this is supposed to be the Midwest, but, uh, you know, they just go around with seeds. Is that what happens? You know, like, this is I'd Western Pennsylvania in my mind. Yeah, I'd love, but still, they are out on a farm. In farm areas, is that what the pedophiles do? They drive around on a tractor giving out fucking seeds? I don't know. Western Pennsylvania, <laughs> I imagine it's the pedophile Amish. Do they have those? Say, I'm sure they do. That's the uh, Hey. The fucking look, coach and buggy? Hey, kid. Want some seeds? You want to come over to my house and look at my telephone, kids? Yeah, Jebediah. <laughs> oh, you Jebediah. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, he gets these seeds, and this, this does play him very big at the end. Yes. We, we have – it's not even fully out of theory. I think it's pretty obvious. But oh, yeah, yes. She's baking bread, and she's talking about all these bad things. And it's funny when I first read it because then the door rings. And John's like, oh, my God, we never have guests. And he goes running, and I'm like – I thought this was a, just one more notch in Lois's belt of ironing. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? It's probably six o'clock, you know, four or five, whatever the time is. But he had, Dinner t- time. He had told Bruce and Diana to, or she had asked Bruce and Diana to be there at that time. So I'm sure that she's aware of who it is, but yeah. it, you'll know she doesn't act like it. And, uh, so it's like he goes running off, and to me, it's like, here she goes again. Like they never get any guests. The door rings. They're, they're pretty much, the way this is spelled out. Hey, kid. Want to see a dead body? They're pretty much like in witness protection, really. Yeah. Trying to hide. And yet when you get a doorbell ring that you don't expect, hey, son, go get it. And he runs up to the door and he says, oh, my dad says not to use my powers. But, you know, I can have a little peek. And he yeah. looks at his x-ray vision and he sees. And it, it is, it's Bruce and Diana at the door. And they're in, you know, they're dressed up. They're not Batman and, and Wonder Damn, Woman. Damn, it's Wonder Woman dressed Diana. up. And yeah, and uh, John looks through and in the X-ray vision he sees the bat symbol under Bruce's you know thing because he can't go anywhere it, it, without it. You know, no. got to be dressed as Batman. I can't even go to fucking dinner without the fucking guy. And Diana has the uh, bracers, and then he sees the boar because <laughs> Diana's brought a giant boar, which a I, wild boar, yeah, a wild boar, and it, it, that a is swarming gift, and and that's. What she would think—that's an Amazonian thing. I love that. I, I like it too. Like the boy, and even that before, right before that, Bruce is there, and he's like, "This isn't me, Diana. I don't do this kind of thing." And I'm like, "You motherfucker! You pretend all the time." And now, is that what it's getting to? When he is Bruce Wayne at these galas, he can pretend and goof. You know, that's his. As everybody yeah. says, Batman is the real he, man. I'm saying that's the weird thing. Now he has to be Batman without the mask, pretty much, just dressed up. I think that that's one of those like. He goes to these. This is this is real. Shit is real in this. He's going to be, and he's so uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, John sees them 
and then it gets excited. Heat visions their ass. But before that, you see Superman coming back home, and, and it continues the whole narrative about how they had to adapt to this world, and they built the walls higher, and old habits are hard to, to take, you know, change. And I loved it because there, Diana really seems like she wants to go to this dinner. And, but Bruce and, and Clark are not, not down with it. And I do like that. Because what what I want to know though, how did Lois get a hold of these people? I don't know, but you, you figure, again, I think that there's these loose ends that are hanging out there that you can kind of tie together with these other books. John, or I, John, uh, Bruce, and Cyborg were at the farm. They well, I understand that. Did they like Batman leave his card behind here in I case you need me? Have, I think that they have a way to, to get a hold of the Watchtower because uh, Superman kept saying like going away and like, hey, get a hold of me when you can't. I, I do think that they have some way to get a hold of him. I, I imagine Superman would. He would actually just fly there in my mind. It was just weird to me. Like after the book, I'm like, huh, did yeah, Lois just pick I, up the phone and call them? Like, If you want to think about it, I would have a feeling that Lois, uh, this Lois would probably be like, hey – my man ain't going to no watchtower unless I have a way to get a hold of him. <laughs> the best part, too, I like to imagine. I like, I like, say she called the watchtower, right? Yeah. Cyborg picks up. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Is, uh, Batman and Wonder Woman there? And then they're like, hey, uh, we're going to a, like, a party of Superman's yeah. house. Hey, can I come? No, you weren't invited, Cyborg. Slash is there. What's going on? <laughs> oh, there's a party at the Kent's. Oh, oh, right. I'll get dressed. No, no. You're no, no. They just wanted the big three. This is the Trinity. But yeah, it's pretty good. Superman comes out. He's he's changing in the barn. Yeah, he comes. I, I like this whole idea. He like he actually flies in, goes under the uh, into the ocean, into a cave system that comes up underneath the barn, underneath. and he can change oh. it. I'm like, this is really cool. I like this that, idea. That I think. And and here's the thing. Like, not that that's something that you had to really be crazy. And if you look. Um, I believe that he's even at one point when it says life has no do-overs, that really does look like that dirtle door that I told you about that was in the uh, the shout video, the Tears for Fears video in England. So it looks like he really flies like far off there. That's that's a little English uh, thing for you there, Eric. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty far. If you have this where – you're, you're spelling this out and really going into this. I do think that Francis Manipal has thought a lot of things out. And yeah, th- there's things that are going to be pushed aside, like the, how'd you get a hold of me? Yeah. And, you know, what they know of it. I really like it. And again, I just this, like poking they, fun. I don't, I don't need to know how Lois got yeah, a hold of it. It's a very nice issue. She's author X. She can do anything. That's true. And I do like, I love seeing Superman getting dressed. After he takes the suit off and looking in that mirror. I like it too. And, and, he, and then he walks out and he's like, what the? And that's at the point where Bruce is getting the heat vision, the shit out of him. He's flying back and Wonder Woman's blocking with the bracers. And there's John. He's like, dad, I swear. Daddy, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Don't hit me no more. And the first thing that, John, John, are you okay, John? Oh, Diana, Bruce, what are you? Is that a boar on my stoop? He's like, what the heck? And yeah, then they're there. And, and Bruce is not happy. Bruce is so fucking pissed oh he didn't want to be there in the first place and now he's got fucking heat vision jesus and heat vision is just so you can see the bat symbol uh but even diana when he says uh, clark's like is that a boar and diana says oh i didn't know if you were a vegetarian or not so i like that that we get the idea yeah they may have fought a little so far they don't know each other they do not know they just know superman wonder woman and batman and the the action that they present themselves in yes and in the meantime like lois said i'll keep bringing up that goddamn justice league but really that's the big tie-in to me is when they were uh 
the last issue of Justice League, I think that was number four, where Clark was inside the, the Earth pushing the world breakers. Yeah. And Lois said to, to Batman, listen, do you trust my Superman? And you, if you trusted yours, trust mine, because he always gets the things done. He's a good man. But this is not Superman that they want to get to know. They they have to get to know Clark and Bruce and Diane. And the Kents all together, you know? Yeah. So I really like this. This isn't about Superman. or that Bruce tries to make it about Superboy, but this is more about the, the Trinity as the Bruce, Diana, and Clark. Yeah, it really seems that Bruce is there not only to see Superman, but to see, like, like how dangerous yeah. is this boy of his? Because he just I fucked me up. Yeah, and I get the idea that Bruce has already been because we've seen it even in the Superman book. Yeah, when he they brought him to the Watchtower. Or when he went, to, when they went there. Remember when we thought John was in big trouble? <laughs> Batman was there, looked like a goddamn bat monster. Uh, I think Bruce has been, you know, talking about it or thinking about this John for a while about how he could be dangerous, and this just—that's like the explanation point, Eric. Shut it's the exclamation point on that of him doing that because uh Johnny, when Super Sun starts off, I want there to be a thing where we see like Bruce run John through the same shit that he ran Damien through when he had superpowers. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. I, I or re- even on the Watchtower when Superman was doing its solar flare if, and they're trying to if, test it. When Super when Super Suns comes out, I they better have Damien address that superpowers. I really they, hope they don't like, say sweep that, John, that under the rug. Yeah, like. Pfft. I had superpowers once, you know, something like that. Once. Yeah, I go back to Joe Piscopo. Yes. Uh, but then they're going to have dinner. And in the meantime, uh, John had destroyed Batman or Bruce's outfit. Uh, they get one of uh, Clark's outfits, which is a flannel, a like plaid, a rainbow. It's, no, it's a, it's a plaid button-down shirt. It's ugly. It's terrible. Yes, hell. And... There's uh, Bruce. Bruce is – he's a jerk. But, yeah, also, it, it, the big thing is Lois comes out. Hey, I invited him. I thought that you'd want to get to know him. And then uh, there's a little bit of an argument. Wait till they go home. We're going to have some words. Yeah. Well, they start having words. And Clark's like, what are you going to invite Lex Luthor next? It'd be funny. Like, dig, that, that is a harsh freaking like throw at her, though. And I dig. You know, how are you going to compare I, I, these people to Lex Luthor? I, I fully expected the bell to ring. Lex, <laughs> Lex with a pie. Lex would be hilarious in something like this with a fucking, you know, an apple pie. Hey, guys. Um, well, I imagine, too, like, you know, Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman, that's one thing. For some reason, in my mind, Lex would be so thrown off by going to a farmhouse for dinner. Yeah. He wouldn't know what to bring. He would try to overcompensate. Yeah, he'd have some crazy shit. He'd be like Mr. Burns when yeah. Mr. Burns goes to Homer's. I, I brought a statue. With him. Yeah, he'd have crazy shit. A statue of himself. <laughs> and uh, a Superman the costume. You do see like this moss shit growing out near the barn. There's a little like it's subtle there at the first part, but you do see a little bit of a moss. And you know what's weird too? When I first saw that, like John when he came in initially, he's like, "Yeah, I couldn't get all my chores done." Then I'm like, "You better get on them chores. That yard looks like shit." Really, it's starting to get overgrown. It's like my backyard. I tell my kids, it's like a, a fucking bi-monthly uh, effort, and I mean bi-monthly every two months. They fucking mow out there. <laughs> That's a real effort right there. The town's going to come and kill me. But yeah, and they're going to have dinner, and there's Bruce. Bruce, uh, John's like, hey, sorry I blasted you, Mr. Wayne. I hope my dad's shirt fit. And Bruce says, this is why I like to work alone. Has your father not taught you anything? Like, what a dick. Calm down, Just, man. Damn. I think that there's another thing at play here. I do think that Francis Manipal is kind of joking around, too, with the uh, the idea that Clark and Bruce look almost exactly alike in books like this. <laughs> so he put him in this rainbow plaid to really stick out as well. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Superman, this is the thing that I knew would throw you off. 
because Clark wants to make John kind of feel better. Now, he's not really, if anything, Bruce is the goddamn uncle from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Messed up again, you, you little, little jerk. jerk. Oh, my God. And so instead of, you know, Clark just punching Bruce in the face, he tells a story about when the time when Batman wore the uh, rainbow suit. And it is very in it, the continuity is crazy. Doesn't make sense. Not to me. The I ended up story that he's telling is a legitimate. It's legitimate right down to the guy getting his goddamn chapeau. Oh, now, yeah. It's on point. It just doesn't yeah. make sense for like uh, Bruce, is, in my mind, has no idea what he's talking about. This has never happened in the new 52 leading in the rebirth. But also in my – it does not happen to Clark as well. The the post-crisis Clark should not know about this because this is a pre-crisis story but, that all takes place on Earth 2 now. Well, the, it's, it's, the, there's not even an Earth 2 anymore of that caliber. Just playing around. I know. It just – and Glee likes a good timeline. I would have wanted, wanted to say don't let him in, intimidate you, John. Uh, believe me, my Bruce has uh, – like even that, then you can kind of get a little closer to it making sense. It's no, still, dude, I was so worried about this going and I even like – texted reggie i'm like reggie you were a fan of like grant morrison's batman run because i remember thinking of like uh thinking of batman r.i.p real fast because they had all that cr- crazy shit with the batman of planet x and fucking batmite he tried to throw all this old continuity into a series i'm like did they talk about the rainbow bat suit and that is that continuity like in grant morrison's mind he's like he i don't remember it but with grant morrison anything could go i'm like god damn it and the whole story at that point was that uh dick grayson had hurt his arm and then they got called out. They were going to go. And because Dick Grayson has hurt his arm, Batman didn't want anybody to see that Robin had the same hurt arm because that would point out to be Dick Grayson was Robin. So yeah, in an entire freaking city, if, a, if a two kids happen to have broken arms, that means Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah Dick Grayson. And, so uh, you have a rainbow suit to keep all eyes on you. Have you have a rainbow suit because that's just flat. Again, he's like Cher again. He's got a lot of uh, fucking costume changes. He's Lady Gaga now. And so it almost goes into Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns with the big symbol. He's like, this is a target, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I like it because I like it because you're not even going to spell it out. He doesn't get crazy. He has Bruce then say, I have no recollection of this. And you get the idea. You can say that he doesn't. You can say he does, but he's embarrassed. You can say he's pissed off. Whatever. You can go wherever you want with it. It's just All, a goofy little thing to bring. Just, just from the art as well, Dick Grayson and this continuity, he uh, never wore that Robin yeah, costume. See, uh, I want to say that Dick Grayson. <laughs> no, I, I just, I like it. I like it. No, it's fun. It just, I, it just messes up my continuity is all. Uh, it is, it, it is just for fun. Though, too, because then Lois is like a rainbow suit, Bruce. And they're all like, <laughs> right? I'm really like, he is, and it's funny to have bruce be the 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 butt of every the joke, of the, joke at, yeah. at the butt of the joke there to just laugh at him uh in the meantime that moss keeps this is growing. why i don't hang out with people yeah the moss keeps growing that's when bruce starts telling them about the new 52 superman and again i really like this because it is getting everybody up to speed there's a lot of people with rebirth they don't know you know about some of these things but they also it, it sets the tone this is a great tone setter because then uh bruce is like yeah, well, our Superman, and he starts telling the story. I'm like, I don't know. I read all that Superman. This guy's a little better than what I remember. And he's unchained here, Eric. He's unchained. Sure is unchained. But he's like, he was a great guy. He's like, our, he almost killed Hal and me when we met, but he was a great guy. And then he said, you know, he followed through to the end, sacrificing his life. He was a real hero, and he was one of a kind. 
And it's kind of like at this point, then everybody's all down because Bruce is the worst person to invite to a fucking dinner. <laughs> He's just like, they're like, oh, oh, it's man. so weird how much ketchup we have going on in this, though, because even that we have like Bruce talking about Superman. And then we go into Wonder Woman when, you know, Lois is like, hey, guys, can you go do this so we can have some girl talk? Yeah. And Wonder Woman goes into her story that she's dealing with right now and the lies. Yeah. But it's so innocuous. She's talking about what she's doing. And, you know, the whole thing that she had to ask Cheetah for help. Yeah. She never once says, I had to go ask Cheetah for help. So this long ass drawn out story yeah. about this woman who turned into an animal and all this. I'm like, come on, get to the goddamn punchline. Yeah. Tell her it's yeah. Cheetah. It's like, I, I had to this go. This is the strangest conversation. I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to, you know, sell out Cheetah. No, I, it's I, just, right. imagine this conversation. Like, you're sitting there, and Wonder Woman's telling you this story, and she's going on and on. I wish I could read it verbatim, but I don't have my glasses, so I can't. Yeah. But don't have my glasses. It, it just co- becomes this really odd story that doesn't go anywhere, and it has no detail. So Lois has no connection to whatever the hell well, she's talking what, yeah, about. She, what Wonder Woman says, and they're drinking wine. They're getting yeah. drunk. And she's like, oh, I was forced to reach out to an old friend. This is... Uh, though she's losing her memory of who she once was and greeted me as an enemy, <laughs> two forsaken souls left to wander in the jungle. It's like she's like, sit down, low, sit on my lap. Let me tell you this little <laughs> Let me tale. tell you a tale. She blames me for what was happened to her humanity. Then she blames the gods. I refuse to blame anybody. It's like, yeah, it's just really. What kind of story is this? But I don't mind because it's one of those. If you haven't been reading Wonder Woman, maybe you're just like, okay, there's Cheetah. But if you yeah. have been reading that, you understand fully what's going on. Like I just put myself in Lois's no. perspective, is all, and I'm like, what? Yeah. what oh, is this story to her? Just you, you see her. She just keeps fucking pouring wine. It's <laughs> like I don't even know what the fuck's going. My on. My husband's Whatever. crazy friends. Um, but yeah, the the big thing about this was though for Lois and Diana to get together, and this is to set up that. Wonder Woman says to her, Diana says to Lois, listen, that's your Clark. I do. I ain't trying to fuck your man. I don't have any feelings for him. That's your Clark. When my Clark died, those feelings went away. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then she's probably like, listen, don't get near Aquaman, though. That guy has fucking, that guy's father goose, Eric. He's always grabbing people. We have seen yeah. this shit. Aquaman, every yeah. turn, wants to put his arm around Diana. My God. But then uh, you go and there's more of this. Tell him, Mara. This moss type plants growing. You even see that little where John's bike's there. You see that the seed grow. The uh, the stuff that he had on there is it's coming from. This it. is like that one freaking story in Creep Show with the freaking the lonesome death of Jordy Vero, where Stephen King finds that meteorite and cracks it open, and everything like it, the the liquid touches starts growing plants all over it. Uh, you piece oh, of what shit. was that, Eric? What was that? The lonesome death of Jordy Vero. Oh, the lonesome death. But yeah, it, it is. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But like other podcasts, I'll just agree with you. You didn't watch Creep Show? No, I don't think I saw. I thought oh. I saw Creep Show too. Oh, that's right. You I like the rap. Creep, I never saw the first Creep Show. Um, I think that's what our podcast is, Creep Show, Eric. It's a million your creeps. <laughs> but yeah, there's a uh, there's shit show. Yeah, really. The thing ends with uh, Clark. He puts John to bed, and I do think though that. They've really, like, Francis Manipal's like, okay, we got to get this moving because I don't get where Bruce and Clark would be strangers to brothers as it's spelled out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah they're still going to have to do something in my mind. To they're tryhards. Yeah, they are. They're just going to go. But that's when Clark's like, good night, John. And then it says, it shows Clark closing the door. There's Bruce. This, the- is, this is my favorite line. 
And then Bruce is like, when they sleep, they seem so innocent. You almost believe they would listen to what we say. <laughs> you are a control freak, Bruce. No, no. And I, I immediately thought of Damien. I'm like, yeah, he ain't listening to shit. No, he's not. And in fact, if that was if that was Damien, one eye would be open, and he'd have like a knife under his blanket. He'd have his he'd have his costume on underneath the blankets, oh, waiting yeah. to jump Just out the waiting. goddamn window. Oh, jump out the window, and also. Uh, it's funny. It's like uh, I wish that Clark would have said, "Hey, Bruce, when they when they sleep, man, it's like they're dead." I just lost Tim. Oh, you Jesus son of a bitch! I, I kept thinking about Tim this whole time that he's just miserable, but it doesn't seem he he's moved on. I yeah, think moved on from that. It's more Damon, and this does to me. This also in a roundabout way, however, everything is more connected in uh, Rebirth, and yeah, I think this is even like. Part of this will lead into Super Sons. Like everything will lead well, into. Even having, like, we talk about this many times, but Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason on Superman, it invokes so much Batman and Robin every time yeah. I freaking open yeah. the, the book. And, and it's, you know, Superman and, and Superboy, and yeah. it's awesome. That's what we like. And also, I'll even go back to that Lois and Clark uh, series in the, the DCYOU that you, the things that you love the most were, and even Superman this week. Uh, the things you always love most, and and I did as well, were the family day in the life. Yeah, this I, that, those are always my favorite trip. issues, and it, it's really good. And yeah, then you have the the next panel. It shows Lois and Wonder Woman. It says rivals to sisters, and that's when Lois says, "You always have a home here, Diana. Most importantly, a friend." And I really like that. I, I mean, it's really nice. And then you see the three of the Trinity kind of hanging out. Looks like a. Uh, Superman's about to lean his cock right into some fucking barbed wire. You better watch out there. He's a man of steel. It's all right. That is true. And they're just like, hey, you know, and and that's where Clark says, you know, I I don't regret going back into action, but I don't want this life for my son. It's a tough life. All right. Let's cut cut the shit, Clark. How are you here? Where did you come from? Uh, And what does uh, it mean that you are here? Like Wonder Woman almost leads into like – the three of us reuniting goes beyond just defeating the villains of this world. Like it's some crazy. No, fate, the, the you know? best. Even that she says that first thing Clark says doubtful. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah Everybody Bruce. said Bruce. Dick he's, he's a downer. He's a downer. No, no, that was Bruce. I thought it was Clark. <laughs> no, then look. Then that makes perfect the sense. Panel, the next panel, Clark says, "Ha! Believe it or not, I actually I'm glad you both came. Maybe Lois was right about and look." Bruce is so mad that Clark has his hand on his shoulder. Look at that look he has. I know you can't see, but it's... Oh, I can see it well enough. He is so fucking angry. He, Lois looks a little, like, taken aback a little. But, or not Lois, uh, Diana. Yeah. Fucking Bruce is so angry. Dying in for the, all this touchy-feely shit. Yeah. And then he, he hears that you hear this, Clark, come on, Clark. And right away when uh, Clark's like, can you guys hear that? It's coming from inside the barn. You don't know right there... But it is Jonathan Kent calling out to him. So he has to be like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Because he hears his father who's dead and especially not even on this world. This yeah. calling out to him. And you well, see Supposedly, I don't know. I, watched, I looked at that Eradicator story where John Kent showed up out of nowhere. I don't know what the hell that meant. but Really? But yeah, he goes into the barn. Clark opens the barn. And it's like, hey, hello, love. And he looks and there he is looking and all of them have this stunned look on their face and what uh, you think that's Clark looking is a young Clark Kent oh, yeah. a baseball and his dad before him. We said that well, we do believe fully that the plant that little John had gotten is the Black Mercy plant. And I started looking at this because whenever I think of Black Mercy, it always goes back for the man who has anything like Superman's story. Yeah, yeah. And 
I always associate the Black Mercy with Mongol. I'm like, all right, if John went around the corner and saw like Mongol with a trench coat and a hat and said, hey, I got free bags. Like, no, see, he just said it was a regular dude who was giving the shit away for free. So I have no idea who could be freaking handing out the Black Mercy and knowing it's going to go to the Superman house. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, because I just looked up Mongol a shitload of times and ended up reading a bunch of stuff on the for the man I'm who had. I'm like, that is I'm a going great that story. it was Mongol in a trench coat that makes me <laughs> laugh so much. Hey kid, you look funny, Mister. Don't judge. I'm a Mongoloid. You you shut your mouth, kid. Here's some <laughs> you, seats. You get it, Jim? Mongoloid. Get, yes, I get it. Go get yourself some ice cream, kid. You deserve it. I sound like Harvey Firestein, mother. Get out of town. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really like the issue. I do. Um, the art to me is great. No, I, I thought but, myself, I was surprised how much I enjoyed the art because I was a little yeah. wary going in because I'm not a It's show. a very nice issue. Yeah. Not a lot goes on. That's no, it's just why. a lot of sitting down and talking. Yeah, to me, this is not a perfect 10. To me, it's a solid 8. I told you that it, it is the most solid eight I've it ever. It is the most solid eight. I had to give that and to you immediately. Already, we got on the night. Yeah, and I, I've already received some flack. People saying that they think I underscored it. I re- this is not an insult that it's an eight. It's a really good eight, and it's a really good uh, start to a series. But it is just the beginning, and it's a lot of setup. It's a lot of catch up. Um, but I do like where we're going, and the Black Mercy kind of have mercy. It's intriguing. I want to see because I'm expecting the next issue of Wonder Woman seeing Themyscira and uh, Hippolyta and Bruce. Oh, yeah. Everybody's seeing like, seeing They are walking through black, like fucking the Black Mercy right now. They they are infected with it. They're going to be start dreaming. Don has to save them, right? Oh, yeah. Be that, that or Lois because like, we saw her staring out the window at them as they walked through the freaking field oh. there. Yeah, and you also see John, though, looking out the window. as. Oh, the- is that John? See, I thought it was – I can't uh-huh. see shit. you got to see. Yeah, it's John. He, he woke up from from being. I, I think it is. It looks like it's his. Nah, that hair goes over the ear. That's that's Lois. I'm telling you, if that's Lois, it's it's more of a little kid Lois than Lois would be downstairs. She's doing the dishes. She wanted a better view. No, She's a reporter I, first. I think you're right. It's John. You're crazy. Nah, she's Lois. She's doing dishes. No, look that hair. Glasses. You'll see. No, you'll see. Look at John. Look at John and all. He has the same. He has a Beatles haircut. He's like Paul McCartney. I'm just saying that hair goes long over top of the ear going down. Yeah, I'm going back. Yeah, so does it, it's there earlier. You're crazy. People are like, what the fuck is he talking about? Lois it looks like a little boy. Little boy. But yeah, we'll say it makes more sense for John to go and save. Them. Oh, I agree. I don't know. Like she was talking about she's the world's greatest reporter. I'm like, you're selling yourself a little high here, aren't you, Lois? You know, yeah. like, uh, yeah. How about a little investigative reporting on that guy who gave your son those seeds? <laughs> really? Just like, oh, that's okay. Don't tell your dad. She's, I hate that. My wife does that all the time. Freaking. Dick move, Lois. Dick and, move. And then I end up being Mr. B- the bad guy all the time. I'm the bad guy with everything because I have to say no. No Great kids. Great the bad guy, Jimmy. On the roof and, and set fire to woods. Oh, dad. Don't you tell your daddy. What are you, like Bruce Wayne? But yeah, you you said you would give it an eight as well. Right? I would definitely give it an eight. It is a solid eight. I enjoy where the story's going, and honestly, the way just from this first issue, this is my Justice League book. I know we don't have all the members. This is yep. going forward until something it's changes just, on Justice League. It, yep. This is in my, my Justice League book. In my review, I put that the review on the site. I put that going into this. I'm like, okay, I hope this can be my Justice League book, and that, and then again. I'm like, okay, and then you go in and it's a Bruce Clark and Diana book that it did have to happen. They did have to get together on the well, same page. It, it kind of seems like we've been working towards an area where we had Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Now we have Trinity. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like it. But yeah, uh, I think that most people read it. I, I can't see anybody not liking this book. There's nothing not to like about it. No, it's very nice. Except for that and, weird continuity. Yeah. But that'll be it, Eric. That will be it. That's the spotlight. The spotlight is almost off. Um, but yeah, I want to tell you what's going to be on our regular podcast. Our, I don't think this week's going to be 11 hours. Thank I really, God. Yeah, I know. Uh, 10. It, it's weird. We, it's Once we go past a certain level, we rarely end up being able to pull back. But I think that we will be able to because we don't have as many books. I think it's 11 or 12 books compared to 16 this week. But let me tell you what books they will be because on our regular podcast, we do – talk and read and review almost all of the DC books of the week. We try to go in-depth, as people say. Uh, we hear that a lot. It always throws me off. I we just, do what now? We I thought go, we told silly yeah. stories and talk about funny books. That's what I thought. We talk about fucking comics and then tell stories about how awful we are. But this is Like, what we're like today, we're trying to create a, a new monster cereal for mm-hmm. like, uh, there's Captain yeah. Crunch, there's Frankenberry and Booberry. You know, they don't have Yummy Mummy or Fruit Fruit no more. Cat, you bet Count Chocula. You oh, said did I say Captain Crunch? Crunch? Yeah, you See, said Captain Crunch. I was already getting what to the one I had. You fucking Captain? No, I was already getting to the one I had. Like, here's my idea. We have the Hunchback, all right? It's the Peanut yeah, Butter Crunchback. Crunchback. That's Crunchback. And then said, the picture said, is with the hump. It's a bowl on top with a spoon sticking so out of it. Disgusting. A, fuck, <laughs> a, a hollowed out hump of fucking, you know, just fucking flesh and shit and slime. And hey, boots. out of all the ones I came up with, I think that was the best. No, I like the zomberry. The zomberry? Or the, the vanilla thriller? No, not the vanilla thriller. The vanilla thriller. <laughs> or the, the maple ape or the vanilla gorilla? Yes. We're, and we were we're trying to come up with a new monster cereal, and mine was Children of the Corn Pops. You're like, I think we'd get sued. <laughs> sued uh, on two fronts. Now a 30% more corn. Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. We were laughing. This is what we do at work. Talk about monster cereals. And comic books. And I, I will mention, um, if all goes well, uh, we are going to be doing another Just for the Hell of a podcast Woo! on Friday. And it won't be up until next week, probably next Friday. Um, but I did put the serial podcast. I kind of did like a weird science rewind and put it up into the mix of last week's podcast. Uh, just because I think people uh, weren't going back. Not no, that they weren't we're, going we're back. We're putting but together the greatest been, hits album. Yeah, Toby has even mentioned like, oh, what other – he you pointed him towards the rap one. Yeah. Of the Just for the Hell of It. And he's like, oh, what are the other good ones? And we had said we really do like that serial one. So I put that so people, and it looked like people watch or listen to it. So I hope they like that. But we're gonna do one uh, probably on candy, Aaron. I want candy. I want candy. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about on our full podcast that comes out Sunday night. Aquaman number seven, boom. Batman number seven, Cy- and that's the first uh, issue boom. of the uh, Night of the Monster Men. Cyborg number one, Doctor Fate number sixteen. Fuck Aaron. you, Doctor Fate. Green Arrow number seven, and that is the second part of the two-part uh, Sins of the Mother story. Green Lanterns number seven. Eric liked it. Harley Quinn number four. Justice League number five. Jim didn't like it. Spoilers, Nightwing. man. Damn. Now, hey, they can go to the goddamn site and see the scores right now. So uh, Nightwing number five, and that is the second part of the Night of the Monster Men. Night of the Monster Men just flying out there. Yeah, it's just flying. Raven number one. Uh, Superman number seven, Trinity number one, which we just talked about, and that's it. We liked it. The whole deal. We liked it. I think that we gave it an eight out of ten. A solid eight out of ten. Solid. The most solid eight out of ten. Most solid eight out of ten ever. 
That is a solid score. But yeah, retarded. Yeah, thanks, for, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, I have some more ideas for Monster Series, Larry. I'll tell you uh, tomorrow. I was doing even little doodles at work today. The, the word, yeah, I know. And then I wrote, I made a little doodle of the children of the corn pops. It's just like stick figures here. Yeah. And remember, I, I was shielding it too. I didn't want you to see. I was, like, I was what are you, you think I'm going to cheat on your test? What the fuck Remember's are you doing? Stick figures. <laughs> Don't look, Eric. Yeah, I felt like shit all day. I, I just. Yeah, we had some fun though. Yeah, we did. We always. Monster did. cereal. Monster cereal. But I think that's it for the spotlight. We're going to turn off. I'm going to go have more, a triple dose of fucking NyQuil now so that I can go to sleep. But I, I think I do have to go to Walmart and get cat food. God, I've been putting it off so long. Better hope you don't get like a DWI or all that NyQuil. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a DUI for fucking NyQuil. And if I can crash, I'll kill somebody. Parents. Good times. Kill a family in a minivan. You know, fun stuff. <laughs> fun stuff that everybody loves. Well, but if yeah. they had those little stick figures in the back, I could see why. Those are annoying as shit. Of the children of the corn pops. <laughs> Gotta come up with some better ones. I can't. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm a little loopy. The right. peanut butter crunch back. Nobody wants to eat cereal out of a hunchback's back. Out <laughs> of a said, we could even keep the colored brown because it's the pus inside uh, of his hunch. The pus inside of his fucking hunch. <laughs> you rang. That's right. I, I wanted to look like a cartoon Peter Laurie. The Phantom of the something. We were trying yeah. all these. The oh, creature. you had the classic ones. You got the Phantom of the Opera, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. of the Black Laspoon. Boom. Boom. There we go. We're in. <laughs> Boy, this should be it just for the hell of it. The uh, Serial Strikes Back, That's right. right. Yeah, that's not happening. But oh. I, I'm going to go to bed. I'm Fair gone. enough. Uh, what do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Turn that spotlight off. Children of the corn pops, Aaron. <laughs>